here we are. Welcome, gentlemen. We're back so, after after some time off with uh, La Barge. Mm, is that uh, how you say it? That's right. That's how you say it? Yep. That's, oh, man, that's, it's been too long for me. I think that I missed a couple or three while we were traveling. Uh-huh. And then, of course, you know, it's been it's been scant Peter around here. Oh, I know. To, I, am to, uh, I am back. You know, baseball, baseball and baseball. Yeah, yeah good to be doing, back. Peter? Oh, just amazing. You know, we were talking about LaBarge and that was incredible. We might talk more about that, but we just yeah. had such a good trip and fly fishing in Montana together and uh, meeting lots of neat people. Great time in LaBarge. Um, LaBarge. LaBarge. <laughs> so so I've, I've always been, I've always been intrigued, Peter, you know, how do you fish for flies? <laughs> you always do this to me. <laughs> it is a misnomer because for, yeah, anyway, uh, I go worm fishing all the time too. <laughs> you I do. go fishing for compliments. I go fishing for compliments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Get the drag net out. Here he comes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are things in Australia, Mark? Give us an update on what's happening in, in down under. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I've said this before, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll, you know, keep saying it. You know, George Orwell quote, which you know, nobody, no one who seizes power, seizes it with the thought of relinquishing that power. Mm. Um, and um, uh, Australian governments in the states and, and federal have seemed to adopt a uh, a viewpoint of um, going for zero, uh, you know, zero cases. Um, and it's just getting them into a whole lot of, you know, issues and, and, and a couple of the states, one particular state is just increasing the restrictions on a regular basis, you know, and, um, uh, I, I suppose that'll keep happening while people keep letting it, um, you know, taking yeah. place. But, um, I, I think, you know, it, it's, it's a little bit like, when people talk about that the cure was worse than the was worse than the sickness, um, and uh, what's been embraced is uh, incredibly the the fear of what might just happen, um, which you know really hasn't happened uh, as far as you know our health system completely. Uh, and I, I think um, Australia is a little different in some respects than say the the US because yeah. it's a it's a government health system, you mm -hmm. know, it's, it's a universal health system. And so, you know, they're, they're very much concerned um, about that. Um, but, you know, it hasn't been the case so far, you know, we, we fare, fare well down the track. Um, uh, my, my concern and the concern of, uh, I think a lot of other people is uh, the price that we're paying economically. Um, you know, does have the potential to. You know, so, uh, it's incredibly frustrating. Um, you know, but you know, and and very interesting that. Um, you know, they're not even really talk yet about opening up the external borders. You know, the borders into the country, in and out of the country. Um, and you know, some of the sorts of things that used to be joys of going from. Flying from one place to another is is nightmarish, um, and um, and so yeah, that's 
that's a different sort of thing. You know, it's our state. Um, fortunately, our state is is all pretty well sort of almost back to normal. Um, and uh, I think it's the advantage of having a country, a, a state, for instance, it's an island that you can lock mm-hmm. it down. Um, but um, you know, it's it's also a problematic as far as you know if you have to leave it. Uh, I, I think some of the difficult things is some of the, that some of the sorts of things that uh, are very are very um, important to people, you know, like um, attending you know somebody's funeral or attending somebody who's you know gravely sick or whatever. You, just, you you can't do it, you know, and it's just I think uh, my concern is just you know the the mental health aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, is is not being considered. It's it's not it's being mm-hmm. you know overlooked, and um, that that's that's a really un, uh, an issue. I think that we have to continue to to look at. So yeah, it's um it's uh it's interesting. You know, it's 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 a bit sad sometimes to hear some commentators uh you know talking about how you know the country our country is becoming the laughing stock of other countries because. Um, we're going after the zero thing, and uh, you know, uh, there's very few diseases that have been completely eliminated off mm-hmm. off a planet or out of a country. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, to 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 go for for that um, just seems to be crazy. Rather than learning, at some stage, we have to learn how to live with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you know, unfortunately. Yeah, the answer isn't just a vaccine. Nope. Yeah. Um, because there's plenty of evidence of that, of people, you know, who have had the vaccine uh, contracting it and then passing it on to, you know, to, to other people. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. Doesn't, yeah. the vaccine doesn't stop you. Um, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, I know it can limit the, supposedly limit the, the effect. So uh, I, I think um, it's a little bit like, you know, putting your hope in something else other than putting it in God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's when you're relying on just one thing or you're relying on something to fix it. Mm. Yeah, it's it's wild to watch, you know, the and you know, it's interesting from, you know, what I see is so much is a heart of the people that wants that cares deeply and wants the safety, you know, of everybody. And that, that to me seems to be a big motivator is just the, the, that aspect being a a huge motivator for the actions taken from what I can tell when I hear interviews, it's like, we really care about people and we're not going to let them suffer with this thing, but they're not looking at the big picture of the consequences of the actions, you know? So you know, I, 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 one of the things that came to me just recently um, was that and I, I think we've seen this in a number of places. You know, o- often you can tell by what's happening in a natural sense about you know what's taking place, you know, or what's the intention of God. And so, you know, one of the things that we are very aware of is that we're heading into a greater convergence of. Wow. Of things as a coming to, as a coming together, mm-hmm. like you know, Peter Peter was talking prior to this call, you know, about what Shannon had said about, you know, the next move coming from a Brownsville, Toronto, 
what mm-hmm. what was what was the main focus on those coming together. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we're heading more and more into where we see a convergence of things that previously have been apart. Mm. You know, I personally think that we're going to see a greater convergence of orthodoxy, the evangelicals and Pentecostals mm-hmm. representing the, the Trinity are going to come together. So what we are seeing in the natural sense, the opposite of that, which is very much divisiveness, so that they become, mm-hmm. you know, you know, covert, uh, all of the things that are coming, uh, there's a dividedness that's coming yeah. people that are for vaccination, anti-vaccination, people for masks that are anti-masks, mm-hmm. people that are for lockdowns or not again, you know, all of those sort of things. And you guys have experienced that in a greater degrees with with um, Republican and Democrats. Um, yep. You know, just a, a greater, and it's and it's there's no middle ground. There's no, well, let's agree to disagree and let's you know love each other and and still keep yeah. talks because we're all in the same boat or family. Yeah, and and so there's been a polarization, and we know what the scripture says that in to bring down a house, you divide it. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think um, I think that the capacity and ability for Christians to operate cunningly with wisdom, uh, in order to, uh, especially in the political realm, uh, learning how to not just how to stand on maybe constitutional first principles as well as um, some of these other principles that are being, you know, at the forefront. I think Christians are going to have to operate with the the most wisdom they've ever had to, because we are the bridge builders, Mm -hmm. right? We answer to a different kingdom. Mm -hmm. And, and as long as, as long as we're um, siloed in our little, you know, political spheres will never, we won't see revival, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. because revival is going to come cross culturally, right? It's going to, mm-hmm. it's going to spread not just on the right in evangelical Christian circles, it's going to go on the left and the atheists and the, and the uh, people who uh, have lifestyles that are non-biblical are, they're going to be in revival, you know? So it's like, where do they get discipled? If, if all you can do is talk about politics, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. we, we, we've got to, we've got to be the bridge builders. And so we, we need a whole new tactic um, in America specifically, I believe um, for the Christians to get on the forefront of this stuff. Um, and, and I'm excited about it. I don't mean to jump in, but something you, you're saying is really resonating with me. I don't know who said it that a political and religious spirit is the same thing. They are, um, yeah. but I think we all agree that they are. Yep. And um, one of the things the Lord's been speaking to me about recently is that a political, religious spirit—I guess both—a religious spirit first requires the fear of man. And you know, I had an encounter in Labarge where God broke the fear of man in me in a way that I didn't yeah. even think was possible. And I yeah. asked the Lord what happened afterwards. He said, now you're mine. And it's not an issue of salvation, did, but go ahead. How did that happen, Peter? How did that happen? The bad you, encounter? You free, yeah, you yeah. Feel free to share. Yeah, I can share. The basic, the basic gist of it was this. I found myself disappointed. Hey, Annalie. Um, um, I found myself disappointed that not only you weren't going to be there in person, Mark, but also, uh, Dave wasn't going to be able to be there in person. I appreciate you both so much. And, but after I got over that disappointment, I asked, I thought, well, ask the Lord about this. And sure enough, the Lord said, no, this is, this is, you know, I'm going to use this for good basically. And what the Lord started to birth in my heart and Megan's heart as we drove into Labarge was this thing of all eyes on Jesus 
you know, we don't need to look to men. We, of course, we want to receive from fivefold ministers and all of this sort of thing and praise God for relationships. That's not the point. But the point is, where's our trust? You know, where have we put our trust? Mm -hmm. And I felt like the Lord was just doing this work in my heart. Don't you don't want to, you know, all eyes on Jesus. And we we're praying such. And then Saturday night, you know, it's too much to explain. And as you've experienced, Mark, it's tough to get anybody to be able to explain it very fully um, to you. But everybody after Saturday night was like, wow. And for me, what had happened was in worship, I was seeking the Lord sort of um, in a certain way. And it was like, no, you need to seek me earnestly. And I, it's like I saw the Lord before me in just a room, a long throne room type room, and everything else mm -hmm. was fading away, all like blinders on a horse, like all, all peripheral vision of what other men, other women might be doing turned into me just seeing the Lord. And in that moment, um, I just, I, a fear of God got birthed in me. And I know some people can struggle with that, but you want to have the fear of God. And, um, you know, and I, I, um, just started having in my heart, teach me to fear your name, Lord, you're the name above every other name. I don't need to look to any other name, you know, that kind of thing. And, and, um, and then much to my surprise, I explained to you guys, the power of God came on me in a way that was stronger than I've ever felt in the sense I couldn't have even shaken it off if I tried, I don't think. And what I was left with afterwards is the Lord said, you know, he was showing me, you got set free of the fear of man. And in particular, he said, now you're mine. And I really believe that God's after our whole hearts. He is just after our whole hearts with everything mm -hmm. in him. Mm -hmm. He And it's his love. His mm -hmm. He loves me so much that he wants all mm -hmm. of me, not just all part of, of me. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's what a jealous love is, where yeah. it says, I'm, I'm not content with just some of Chris. I got to have all of Chris, says the Lord. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that, that there's, and to your point before, Mark, there's a convergence that's happening because like Shannon was saying, and I love the language you put to this, that it's Toronto plus Brownsville. And Toronto was mm -hmm. about the goodness of God. And, and mm -hmm. you know, got all of that, which is just so beautiful. And so many of us have been so schooled in that. But Shannon described Brownsville having been there that you'd walk in the door and people would start running to the altar to, to repent of anything that didn't look yeah. like Jesus. And yeah. I really feel like that we're in this season where we need to completely hold on to the goodness of God. See, this is the thing. That message doesn't need to come down at all. We need to completely hold on to identity in Christ. We need to completely hold on to the word of faith. And completely hold on to walk out your salvation with fear and trembling. And if you're my friends, you do what I command you to do. You know, and it's yeah. it's just both and both and both and. And what I feel like God's <laughs> been all, all that to come around to. I feel like what the Lord's been showing me is this political religious spirit. As he spoke to me, because Danny and I had been finished, Danny Ortiz and I had been finishing this book on the surrendered will. And afterwards, the Lord told me, he said, Peter, part of humility is allowing a message to be a message without making it the message a message to be a message without making it the message. And what he was speaking to me personally mm -hmm. is he said the surrendered will is a message. That's all it is. It's a message in a great tapestry of messages that express the heart of the father and the life of the believer. But the surrendered will needs the word of faith and the surrendered will needs grace and identity in the Christ and surrendered will needs the kingdom message, etc. All of those messages need each other. And I think that what happens is the religious spirit tends to turn a message into the message. And like uh -huh. you were saying, Chris, now what it does is it insulates, political does this too, Republican, uh -huh. Democrat. It uh -huh. insulates yourself against anything else because I have my party narrative. 
the people accept me because this is the narrative that I agree to with them. We're in the same group. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a fraternity. I feel good about myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be too harsh, but this is what it is. You know, and I've been more referenced off of man before than referenced off of God. And God's saying in me, you can deal with some tensions because you're not you're not getting reduced to just man's thought and having to take up these camps. And so I think mm -hmm. a lot of the convergence is going to require a fear mm -hmm. of God that's bigger than a fear yeah. of man so that we yeah. don't land ourselves in yeah. self-preservation. And Chris, to your yeah. point, the first martyrdom that we need to be prepared for is actually just identity martyrdom. Come on. There's such Amen. a push right now. People are Die terrified itself. of having their identities martyred. And uh -huh. because of that, they're being controlled by the fear of man. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what the religious and that's what the religious and political spirit do um, yeah. is, is about uh, helping, well, ensuring that people's identity is contained within what they do or yeah. their identity is in the you know in, in so the in the flavor of that particular group or that particular group or uh, uh, and we and we know that everything that Jesus talked about was lifestyle um, and and what we what we see with with um, religious and political spirits is about an event mm -hmm. <coughs> excuse me it's, a, it's about, you know, taking the life out of something so that you've just got this style. Because that apparently is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. But we know that Jesus said, I've come that you may have life and life in its abundance. Mm -hmm. yep. You know, I want to bring the life mm -hmm. back into something. I want to bring mm -hmm. the life back into your life. I want to bring the life and I want to take you actually not just into a normal life, but, you know, a life that is just over the top. Mm. You know, the um, we'll just catch up here with Annalise. She says, hi, Peter and Mark and Chris. And Peter, while she was while you were talking, she said so good and uh, agreed. Um, I think this is we have a lot of things in our world that are actually fighting really hard to keep us in a political and religious spirit because it Come is. On. It is um, one of the primary ways the enemy is is maintaining control mm. in the body of Christ, mm. um, and I think one. Uh, and I'm I I mentioned you guys. I'm writing on writing a thing on it right now, but I think that we don't we have to recognize that the social social media companies mm -hmm. make a profit off of your outrage and off of emotional emotional um, identity, right? Yeah. Yeah. Things that upset us now actually oh, steer nice. us. Right. And so you watch the whole video on Facebook and they track how much time you watched on that video. And guess what you're going to get more and more in your stream mm -hmm. is the same thing that gives you either that that endorphin hit. Right. Whatever that is. They want to mm -hmm. try and, and maintain that in your life as much as possible so that you're hooked. Mm -hmm. And and the best way to do that is to create silos. Mm -hmm. So you know, liberals are absolutely shocked when they realize that conservative uh, profiles on Facebook are more popular than the liberal ones, mm -hmm, but they mm -hmm. never see it. They'll never mm -hmm. see it because it's never in their stream. Mm -hmm. You know, they would, they would never see it because they are completely siloed by social media. The same is true on the right. Yes. Completely siloed. Mm -hmm. And, um, and this is this is something that the church has to absolutely wake up to that mm -hmm. um, that what we're what we believe are the righteous causes in our day are actually just 
part of the world's process. Mm. Right. Like, like we, 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 there are righteous causes in all of these things and I'm not diminishing those things, but we're actually called to a different fight Come on. on so many levels. Um, and I'm not saying don't, you know, don't do what the Lord's asking you to do in those areas, but we've got to reorient ourselves around that. Especially I think as soon as you recognize you're in a silo, get out of your silo. Um, and then the other aspect, of course, I think is, and, and the main point of my, my uh, thing I'm writing is, is to remove accusation, quit mm-hmm. trafficking and vilifying everybody and their dog. Yeah, there you go. There you um, go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, I, so like in this Australia situation, I have to actually say, okay, God, well, what's the redemptive gift on Australia with mercy that allows mm-hmm. that that's actually being abused here? Right. Mm-hmm. There's a redemptive gift on the con- on the nation that those in power are abusing. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. so so then, you know, we look at the same thing with all of the nations. Each one mm-hmm. has like, what's the redemptive gift on Afghanistan? Mm-hmm. You know, God, mm-hmm. what are you doing there? What What is Afghanistan actually called in your kingdom to be? Right. Mm-hmm. So these are the things that I think the, the church has got to kind of wise up to a bit. Go ahead. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think that, you know, Tony. Um, and Angie, um, I said, you know, I think a political and religious spirit keeps you, fo- you you focus on the issues and fear of the issues instead of the solution, who is Jesus, you know, which yes. is, which so, is well so often the place in which it's focused on the problem, not on the solution. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And, um, you know, we, we can see that. And, you know, the same with, you know, a similar sort of thing that, uh, uh, and not, you know, that Annalie is saying so true. Jesus like dismantled silos, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I, I think that what what we're talking about really is is this this truth that life about life. You know, what are we giving? What are we giving life to? You know, yes. what are we empowering? Yeah, um, and you know, uh, you know, just a sort of a segue into. Um, from what you guys are saying, but it's one of the things that that I am I'm truly really excited uh, for in two weeks' time when we have our anniversary and we've got a mm-hmm. number of speakers coming on 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 some uh-huh. that have been on different calls that I, I I have a sense in which um, that Father's going to say something and do something that's going to come out of this relational connection that we have with these people, um, you know uh, and. You know the, the the three of us, and you know together with um, you know our guest um, Jeremy on the day that that we we we, do, we have a there's such a a sense of of the right timing, mm-hmm. you know of that of that Kairos moment that um, we we we're going to see some things and understand some things that that um, take place. So I'm really 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 you know. You know, wanting to just take what you guys are talking about and to connect it with, you know, in two weeks' time. Yeah. Uh, that we know that Father's up to something. We know he's up to something in the midst of all of this. And we know that he wants to release something. Yeah. It's the um, Jewish New Year. September yeah. 7th. Yep. Yeah. So it's Rosh Hashanah. And, Rosh Hashanah. Um, and I think that's a divine moment for us because, you know, I think, you know, we're going to you know, make some, probably some declarations on Mm -hmm. the new year, year, right? This new year and and what God has in store. 
I think that there's words that were given in 2019 that um, ha- about the era, about the decade, right? Because oh. we saw this huge mm. massing of words in 2019. It was one of the mm-hmm. most prolific prophetic years that I've seen about this upcoming era, right? Mm-hmm. 2020. I think a lot of those words um, are just now beginning to unfold, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and they'll probably be unfolding over the next decade, but um, I think that there's uh, something that might be worthwhile. Um, you know, if you are a prophetic word tracker, uh, go back and look at 2019 and what was the Lord saying about the new decade and stuff? Because once we get into it, God begins to unveil more. Yeah. Right? And I think, I think there's going to be some massive um, perspective shifts, some very dynamic mm. uh, moves of, oh, I thought that was going to look like this, but now I see more clearly yeah, what the Lord is, is saying in that. And so it might be good to rehash some of those words uh, from 2019 uh, as we had in the new year as well, yeah. for you personally, whoever's watching. So, um, so Peter, um, one, of the, one of the people, and, and I ask you, Chris, just to talk about the other guests that we we have on the line, but Peter, we, we've got um, uh, somebody that you know very well yeah. um, uh, coming on, and particularly we've asked him as a guest, um, you know, to to come on and to talk about, you know, what he's seen going on and you know what's what what we're heading into. Uh, so tell us a bit about Jeremy. Yeah, so Jeremy Mangershin will be joining us. I, Chris, I don't think you've maybe even met him yet in person. So. Yeah. Um, Mark and I know him well. He's a great prophet. Um, and that's funny I said it like that, Mark, but I almost want to say he's a gray prophet. Um, he's one of the most fascinating thinkers that I think mm. that I know. Um, he thinks in ways that are unique. Um, he's able to hold tensions between things that I think honors God um, and mm. is particular to his gift, you know. And so um, I can speak for myself, him and I get to get together often. And my life is sure the better for um, being his friend and vice mm. versa. Um, but just great, great man of God, super fascinating to talk to. Um, I always tell people that don't know him well, that he's a sneaky prophet. So he, I think maybe twice in my life has told me thus saith the Lord, but he's often prophesying just by talking. And I think his stance on that is that, you know, you can discern whether it's God or not. And I'll just say the stuff, but, um, so it's, you know, it'll be a lot of fun to have him on. And like you say, Mark, I think that he'll really bring some perspective that's fresh, um, to uh, those of us that have been meeting together. And it'll be really neat to see him in this context and, and hear what the Lord might put on his heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it's just gonna be explosive with you know us, Jeremy, and the other, other, other guests that we've invited. I think there'll be a, an explosive atmosphere. And most likely we, we, we could certainly not do just 30 minutes. And mm-hmm. I, I think oh, we'd be think pushing so. to do an hour. Bring your coffee, bring your coffee. Bring your coffee. So, so, Chris, tell us about the others that we've invited. So, Daniel Davison is going to be with us. Oh, um, of course, fun. you know, Mark, you've done a lot of episodes uh, on Insight Now with Daniel. Uh, mm-hmm. Great prophetic voice from Texas. Um, and, um, you know, he's Catalytic. on a journey right now. So, we, who knows where he'll be at at the moment, but um, mm-hmm. we're excited for that. Um, and, of course, Nathaniel and Amy White. 
uh, will be with us. Nathaniel was a prolific prophetic voice this year in LaBarge. I don't know anybody oh who didn't get a prophetic no. word from Nathaniel. Those two, um, their, ki their kids were were prolific ministers. Amazing. They were. They were. Um, our children's church uh, director um, just got wrecked by their youngest, Ezra, who mm. came up and prayed for her while she was having an encounter with the Lord. And it just broke some things. And mm. uh, she experienced tremendous healing over the weekend. Um, I mean, just like out of this world healing. Um, and Ezra had a part in that, which was cool. And then, yeah. um, so Nathaniel and Amy and, um, you know, you've got your friend, Tim potentially coming on mm -hmm. the pastor there in, um, Bundenberg, Australia, Bundaberg. right? Yep. Bundaberg. So, Bundaberg. Yeah. Bunda, Bunder. Bunda, Bundaberg. Bunder. <laughs> Can you yeah. spell it for me? <laughs> B-U-N-D-A-Berg, B-E-R-G. Wow, I thought there was an R in the middle of that for sure. I said Bundaberg because I had looked it up on a map, and he's like, no, Bunder, Bunderberg. Bunder. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. my gosh, artistic license with the English language. But you okay. can talk. <laughs> I knew I wouldn't survive that. Uh, so, you know, we've got um, Jeremy, uh, Mangershine, Tim, Daniel, Nathaniel, and Amy. Uh, right now, it's just going to be, you know, us on there. And um, we, we're going to, we're going to really, like I was saying beforehand, Mark, you said, said, well, just a moment ago that, that, um, God's going to do something dramatic, I believe, and uh, in that time. And I believe that we're going to step into multidimensional revelation um, with all of us on there where, you know, and, and I feel like we're going to take the time to really peel back the layers of what is it that God's saying mm. about this new Jewish new year, mm. right? Um, what is he saying about you know, this, this year that's, that's on the way. So um, it, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I think it's really important, you know, in, in Israel's journey, they would establish these memorial stones of where something happened, something took place. And, you know, it was to remind those that would come that this was a place or this was a, a geographical location that something happened. Uh, and it was to encourage also, and it was also to uh, to be that place in which you could launch into the new. Because if God's That's done right. this, He can That's do this right. again, or we can, right. and His nature is to do greater. You know, so um, I, I think that this memorial time is a really um, you know an important thing. We give thanks, and thanks, but at the same time, we are we are acknowledging the beginning of of something else, and it's I. I I got this feeling that it's almost like insight now coming of age. Mm. You know, it's, mm. it feels a lot like, um, you know, um, all, all up until this point has been great and wonderful and mm -hmm. exciting, but we ain't seen anything yet. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That word launch resonates with me. Mm. Yep. 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 I, it's it's um, our time together has been 
Um, I am so grateful we do this every week, you know, yeah. as, as much as we can, mm -hmm. because uh, I believe that um, I think Mark uh, and, and Peter, we are seeing what uh, a community like us um, can produce in mm -hmm. our own lives, mm -hmm. in our own ministries, mm -hmm. in our own, yeah. in our own spheres. Um, the power and authority that we carry as a community together, um, fully submitted to one another in the, in the, in the love and the um, humility that we carry for each other is just, mm -hmm. is just been um, tremendous to see the fruit of that. And uh, we get to be a sign and a wonder under the world. So I'm excited for that as we continue to press into it. I, I think that there'll just be, um, you know, for me, I, I think many together has been just a, uh, a, you know, wonderful to release things, but also to receive, mm -hmm. you know, um, mm -hmm. and and you know, such an exchange of you know people That's saying it. things and making comments, mm -hmm. receiving, you know, we we're giving out, we've been praying over people, we declaring prophetic things, uh, all of those sorts of things. But I, I think it's 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 really been quite a hope adventure. You know, it's, it's mm -hmm. been quite a, quite a, I think, where it's developed hope in us in greater measure. It's released hope. Mm. And I think that this anniversary edition is going to be an explosive hope releaser. I think it's, mm. I think it's really just, it's going to just turn up the volume of expectation. I think it's just mm. going to turn up the, the experience of that sort of, of expectation for good for future because even though it doesn't look a lot like it, our best days are still ahead of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know this 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 pandemic has has more than ever forced us into some uh, environments just such as this. And um, you know, I, I think that um, just you know just amazing. No, Zach. Zach, you're so funny, man. No, stop on. Can you start over? No. Oh my gosh. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> he um, was one of my favorite people to get to meet in person at Labarge. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, we love you. Yeah. Well, um, I feel like the expectations rising. I feel like um as we as we look forward we, you know we are looking forward with tremendous expectation on what the mm -hmm. lord's going to do and yet um it's not just because um like there's a foundation to the hope that we have mm -hmm. um it's not like wishful thinking it's not um an expectation mm -hmm. uh based on uh it's not an expectation that is based on whether or not we're uh, getting it right or wrong or doing things a certain way or not. It is a hundred percent based on the foundation that we have because we've not only, um, not only have we encountered and experienced it, but mm. we know that what God is going to do is of such great expectation that it, it is bigger than we can imagine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. It, it, it is that God is, is far exceeding our, imaginative expectations mm. yeah. and we know it yeah. yeah as mark as you were talking before i was like having an encounter or it's like i was going through 
Um, I could like see different moments in, in the three of our relationship and time together in person, time here. And mm-hmm. it wasn't like seeing them vividly, but just the, the senses of them, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was just overwhelmed with gratitude, you know, for mm-hmm. you guys in my life and for what yeah. God's done Amen. Um, in and through our relationships. And, um, and you know, I think that that's a lot of what the, what the confidence is, Chris, is it's we've yeah. just seen we've seen God move. Yep. So strongly. Yep. And like you say, Mark, I really think that it, there is a launch that we, we we haven't seen anything yet, in fact. And yet mm. we've seen so much. And mm-hmm. I think that that's the tension I feel right now as we're talking. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got such an expectation for the future, but it's a it's a calm, quiet expectation that's mm-hmm. rooted in such a such mm-hmm. a thankfulness for what's mm-hmm. been because it's like it's already been so good. And yet there's so much more mm-hmm. uh, in mm-hmm. store. So um. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just believe that that in as much there's been um, different ones that we know have been connecting with us consistently and stuff, you know, who you're in relationship with uh, produces results in your life. We know that that's a scriptural principle. And I think that there's really a need for expectation for those that are going to be signing on, because I think that there's really, to the extent that there's some things that are launching off, some things that are coming, you know, coming to coming to fruition, some things that are going to be moving forward. Um, I really think that some of that is going to be very impartable and, and the and the pieces parts leading up to it have been impartable as well. And so I think that, you know, just to encourage those that will be signing on, those that will be listening in the future to that time, I think that there's going to be some things released that are not just uh, for those that are on the call, of course. As always, there's really going to be some things that are going to be imparted and released. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm pretty uh, pretty excited and uh, uh, you know, I, I I can just you know just feel this rising expectation mm-hmm. um, in me, and so you know I really encourage people that are listening um, today uh, to you know pass a word around. You know, we've never been you know sort of numbers focused, but uh, certainly uh, it encourages you know many people to join us. Uh, in on um, you know September seventh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yep. I'll know, be posting uh, that. I'll be posting that. Um, yep, live stream out uh, as soon as we're done here. Um, yeah, we're taking next week off, right? Yep, next week yep. off, and then um, yep. and so people will be able to tag that, mark that, and put it on their calendar. Um, mm-hmm. It is going to be one you don't want to miss live because you get to interact with us while we uh, yeah. step into the revelation. It's not like. Um, you know, we're just sitting here doing our thing and, and ignore you as you watch. You know, we want yeah. you to be as the involved as possible. Yeah. Yep. Comments yep. are up. Amen. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So good. really encourage people to make a note of it and uh, and talk it, talk it about, talk it around mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, encourage other people to uh, to get on. Yes, you can listen to the recording of it. That's, that's great. If you can't actually be there at a mm-hmm. particular point of time. But, you know, um, who knows with that number of prophetic people gathering, you know, mm-hmm. from different parts of, 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 of the, the world. globe, in effect, you know, of, of what what can take place and what can be imparted uh, yes, at the Lord. moment. Yes, Lord. And, uh, and so we, we, you know, we would just really encourage you to make not only the, the date of it, but pass it around. Tell other people, encourage other people to get online mm-hmm. on, the, on September 7th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Okay, good stuff. Let's pray. Yep. Um, I'll start. Father, thank you so much for your goodness. Uh, yeah. Thank you that mm-hmm. um, 
you know, we, we don't get, we don't fully see. Uh, we see in part, we know in part, but God, you do know. And Father, we are so grateful that you reveal uh, what you're going to do through your prophets. We mm -hmm. thank you that you mm -hmm. do uh, give us insight into the wisdom that you're releasing in this mm -hmm. new age of wisdom. Uh, mm -hmm. You do give us strategies that are birthed out mm -hmm. of your spirit that cause us to be at rest. Mm -hmm. um, strategies that actually tell us to um, turn our swords into plowshares. And, mm -hmm. and, and Father, I thank you that that the season that we're entering into is is going to be marked by clarity, not confusion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, mm -hmm. Father, I pray that you would uh, give each person that's going to come on in a couple of weeks on our anniversary celebration. Mm -hmm. um, just God, give them insight, clarity. Um, and Father, I pray that you would just speak um, so clearly that we as we discover what you're going to be doing in this mm -hmm. next season. Um, Father, that they would be tangible words, mm -hmm. things that give us wisdom, things that give us insight that we can walk away with and not just scratch our heads, but have actionable things for us to really lay our hands yes, to. Yes, yes. Um, and and Father, I thank you that um, this century has been a century of, of, of open windows of heaven. Um, and so, Father, as we've seen this, this total outpouring of the Spirit, as we've seen uh, signs, miracles, and wonders be released, we know that this is just another um, part of the journey of you pouring out your spirit on the earth. And so, mm -hmm. Father, we are excited uh, to be a part of that in any way that, that you, you invite us into. And so, Father, mm -hmm. we just bless that time mm -hmm. um, in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 All right. Good. Good word. Yeah. Yep. All right. Love you guys. And love you too. Uh, we will be back in two weeks. And All right. I'm, I'm still going to have my show with Nathaniel and Amy on Friday. Uh, Mark, are you doing one with Tim and this upcoming? No. No. no okay. We no, we won't. So we'll be up on Friday, but um, you will see the show on the Insight Now Facebook page and YouTube channel scheduled for the live stream. So that will be up. So you can mark that and be ready to go. All right. With that, bless you guys. Bless you. Uh, Zach's going to be there. Yay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll see you then, Zach. All right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.